Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. In this episode of the podcast, I am talking about artificial sweeteners, uh, all the way from the potential negative effects that they can have on your body to uh, making wise decisions uh, around artificial sweeteners as you eat the foods uh, that you enjoy and drink the beverages that you enjoy. So make sure you tune into this episode for more on artificial sweeteners. If you have a question that you would like to have answered on this show, whether it's health-related, fitness-related, nutrition-related, um, whatever, you can go ahead and submit your questions on my Instagram story every single Sunday. Um, my handle is Adam underscore Pullman Fit, so you can find me there on Instagram. And then if you just post your question or submit your question on the question box on Sundays, um, I'll make sure that uh, that question gets answered for you here on the show. And if you want more free info, free guides, articles, uh, ebooks, and things like that, you can go ahead and get all of that for free at PullmanFitness.com slash free. So it has been a minute since we have done an episode on artificial sweeteners. So I was like, hey, we got to do an episode on this and clear the air. So what I want to talk about today with the artificial sweeteners is um, the potential negative side effects that they can have on the mind and body, and then uh, what you guys should do and what you should be aware of as you are um, either avoiding them, consuming them, whatever it may be. So first things first, potential negative effects. Physiologically speaking, um, <clears throat> I don't have any reason to believe that they have a direct negative effect on the body. And what I mean by that specifically is um, what I mean by direct is saying that because you have a Diet Coke that has aspartame or an artificial sweetener in it, you are therefore going to get some sort of disease, uh, cancer, become obese, whatever. That definitely does not seem to be the case. And I would say that 99.9% .9 of the people um, in the space would agree. So I know that a while ago, there were um, studies that came out showing that artificial sweeteners can potentially cause cancer. Most of these studies that came out were um, done on rats. And what they did is they gave these rats um, an amount of aspartame that a human couldn't even consume in a day if they tried their hardest. And then they gave that to them on a daily basis for a very long period of time. And what ended up happening is these rats developed cancer. Now, <clears throat> to say that if you have that much aspartame on a human level every single day for a very long period of time, could that happen? Potentially. Um, but like I said, this was in, if you were to convert the amount of aspartame that the rats had like to human level, that would be more than you could possibly consume even if you tried. All right. So I wouldn't worry too much about that. Um, there doesn't seem to be any studies saying that direct there is a direct um, cause between aspartame or sucralose or any artificial sweetener and obesity. Um, so as far as physiological negative effects go, you don't have to worry about much. Now, does that mean that I am pro-artificial sweetener and think that they're completely innocent and they can just be consumed whenever you would like, as often as you would like? Uh, absolutely not. Artificial sweeteners are, um, they, I mean, they hijack the brain, okay? So they have um, quite a few negative 
psychological uh, effects. And that can um, affect how you eat the rest of the day. And it can affect how you think about food. It can affect your relationship with food. And all of those things put together can one day maybe cause cancer or maybe cause um, obesity or some other some sort of other uh, illness or disease or even just poor overall health. All right. So <clears throat> let's talk about that um, in a little bit more depth. So artificial sweeteners, um, when you consume them, they can cause you to crave uh, or just have more cravings in general, especially towards sweet things. So if you have a Diet Coke, you might want to have something sweet after that, whether it's another Diet Coke or a candy bar or whatever it might be. Um, you are most likely going to crave something sweet. Now, if you combine that with the fact that the artificial sweetened um, drink or beverage has zero calories, um, it is a recipe for disaster because here's, what's ha here's what happens. Um, you have the Diet Coke, the Monster, whatever, Diet Pepsi, whatever it is, you have the artificially sweetened drink, and then that causes you to crave, um, another food. Let's say you start craving, I don't know, a cookie, for example. Um, and then you eat that cookie and you justify the cookie or 10 cookies, however many it is. You justify that because your Coke that you had earlier didn't have any calories in it. So it's like, okay. My Coke had zero calories. It's okay if I have a few hundred calories um, of cookie, a pie, of cake, of candy bar, of what chips, whatever it might be. Um, and so that might cause you to eat more food than you actually would in the day. Because if you had something more natural, like a seltzer water or just regular water, or even if you had a a real soda with cane sugar, you probably wouldn't eat the additional calories in that um in those treats, snacks, whatever, because you already knew you had them in your in your soda. So um, they can cause you to crave more food and justify eating those foods because you didn't have any calories in your drink earlier. All right. So that is a, like I said, that is a recipe for disaster. And um, those habits and those negative behaviors done time after time after time after time, those things um, combined can lead to very, very poor health, can lead to being overweight, obese, I mean, developing any sort of, some sort of disease or illness, whatever it might be. Um, and that's just not a road you don't, that's not a road you want to be on. Okay. So <clears throat> one more time to reiterate my point, it's not that the artificial sweeteners can cause those things directly. It's that the way artificial, artificial sweeteners hijack your brain is they, they, they cause you or can cause you to think about food in a different way. So you might eat additional calories that you might have not eaten before. You might continue to eat junk food um, because you're looking for that dopamine hit. Um, <clears throat> and it's going to cause you to crave more of that stuff. So it's it's like a compounding thing if you continue having these drinks over and over and over again. There are tons of studies out there um, and research and observations that show that people who tend to eat more artificially flavored drinks um, also tend to have poorer overall health because their overall diet is poor as well, all right? So those diet drinks um, may cause them, they may, I say may because we don't know for sure, but it may cause them to um, eat poorly overall when they're making other food decisions and therefore they have bad health. So anyway, <clears throat> I'm kind of just repeating myself at this point, but the question is with all of that information, what do we do with it? All right. So what I want to do is kind of walk you through how I handle artificial sweeteners and things like that, and then give you some advice on how you can be able to do that um, as well. So for me personally, uh, I love Diet Coke and I love the white monsters. I think those things are so freaking good. Um, and if it didn't have caffeine, I would drink them all day long. 
I wouldn't, but you get the point. Okay. So I love those two things, diet Cokes and the white sugar free monsters. I love them. All right. But, um, I am also aware of what they do to me when I drink them. So when I have a diet Coke, this is almost hundred percent of the time when I have a diet Coke, I am definitely, uh, craving something sweet, um, to either go along with that or to have after that, to kind of keep that sweet, um, sensory hit in my brain going and going and going and going. Um, and it's like a freaking snowball. Once you have more, you just feel like you can't stop. So I'm aware that that's how it makes me feel. So when I have a diet Coke or when I have a monster, um, I understand that I'm going into that knowing, um, what is probably going to happen to my cravings and I'm conscious of it and I'm aware of it. And I keep that in mind as I make food decisions throughout the rest of the day. All right. So, um, I do from time to time, enjoy a diet Coke and one of those white monsters. I would say, um, on a yearly basis, I might have anywhere from, I don't know, 10 to 15 diet Cokes. I don't have a lot. Um, they're a special kind of like rare treat for me. I will have them on a special occasion or like if I'm going on a road trip, I'll have a diet Coke on the road. Um, so that's kind of how I handle those things. I stay away from those artificial sweeteners as much as I possibly can. Um, because since they're not from the earth or from an animal, I know that they're pretty much not the best option for me. And I'm aware of the psychological effects that they have on me. So I stay away from them as much as I possibly can. Now, I don't do it out of a state of fear. I do it out of a state of awareness. So if you're going to do the same thing, don't say, oh, I can't have artificial sweeteners because I'm going to get cancer if I have that Diet Coke. That's not the case. Just be aware of, oh, you know what? I had a Diet Coke last week. I think I'm okay today. I don't need a Diet Coke. Or, you know what? I haven't had a Diet Coke in like two months. I, I'm going to treat myself to this. Okay. And then you enjoy it without guilt um, and without worry and with awareness as far as, um, kind of how you're thinking about food the rest of the day. That way you can make wise and smart decisions. Um, what else was I going to touch on with that? Oh, also, <clears throat> when you can, try to go natural with these um, sweeteners, okay? So if you can use Stevia instead of like Sweet and Low or Stevia instead of Splenda, um, try to go that route. Now, as far as Stevia, uh, monk fruit extract, things like that, as far as all of that goes, um, we can assume that it's probably better uh, since it's natural, since it comes from a leaf, but it is still processed a little bit. So, because uh, it's not the actual leaf, right? It's just derived from that leaf. So, there's still a processing thing that um, happens in order to get that powder that we put in our coffee or drinks, whatever. Uh, so, we're still not exactly sure the the long term effects of chronic uh, stevia use um, or consumption uh, are. We just don't know what they are because stevia is relatively new compared to aspartame, sucralose, artificial sweeteners, and things like that. Um, so we just don't have a, we just, we just haven't had the time to observe those effects when used chronically for an extended period of time. All right. So maybe down the road, 10, 20, 30 years, we might know a lot more about that, but right now we just don't. Um, but we do know it's probably a better alternative, um, to those artificial sweeteners. Okay. So when you can, um, try to use, um, stevia. Okay. Now when it comes to your Cokes and things like that, well, at least for me personally, um, if there is a Coke, uh, what's the one with stevia Coca-Cola life, if there is that or a diet Coke, um, I'll pick either depending on where I'm at. If I am very strict with my goals and where I'm at and I'm trying to check my calories and everything like that, um, I am probably going to have the diet Coke that way I can enjoy it without it worrying about it, without it, wor without worrying, <laughs> excuse me, about affecting my macros, calories and things like that. Um, 
if I am kind of being lenient with that stuff, just trying to stay within a calorie range, um, just trying to exercise, I'm not really training towards a specific goal. I'm more likely to have the Coca-Cola life. Okay. Sometimes it can vary. Um, but if I'm not being that strict and I'm okay having the extra calories from the Coke or from the, the half amount of sugar that's in the Coke and the rest is with stevia, I will have the Coca-Cola life, right? It just depends on where I'm at. Um, <clears throat> but nine times out of 10, I will try to pick um, the stevia uh, sweetened or with real sugar, okay? So um, also with stevia, I love coffee. And so I like to put stevia in my coffee from time to time. However, I am aware that if I have stevia I with my coffee, it's going to be sweeter and I'm going to want it the next day. I'm going to want it the next day and I'm going to want it the next day. So I try to space it out as much as I can. My personal rule for stevia, this does not have to be yours, but this is my personal rule is that I have stevia in my coffee when I go out to breakfast because coffee at uh, restaurants at breakfast places uh, is absolute crap. It's disgusting. It's not that gross, but it's not great. Okay. Um, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's, it's bitter. It's just not the best coffee. And so what I'll do is I'll bring a pack of stevia with me and I'll have that. Um, and I'll have that there in the coffee. If I am, <clears throat> if I am at home and I'm having coffee that I uh, enjoy and is like really good coffee, then I'll just have it black with nothing else in it. So that's my personal stevia rule. I encourage you to try to figure out um, in your life how you can do the same type of thing. So in a nutshell, uh, artificial sweeteners most likely aren't going to have a direct negative physiological effect on your body unless you expose yourself to them chronically um, for a long period of time. Okay. Uh, so avoid them when possible. Uh, be aware of the psychological effects that they can have on you when it comes to um, your cravings, other foods that you may eat and justify, causing you to overeat and go over the, your calorie needs. Just be aware of all that stuff when you consume something that's artificially sweetened um, so you can make good and healthy choices the rest of the day, the rest of the week, whatever that might look like. And space them out as much as you can. Use them t as a treat. Um, have them guilt-free and worry-free and just have that awareness there. And then when you can, go natural, um, whether that's with real sugar or... Um, with um, stevia. Obviously, you don't want to have a butt ton of sugar every single day, but if you have a Coke here and there, having a regular one versus a diet one might be a better choice. All right. So go stevia when you can or natural with the sugar um, and then just be aware of how much you're consuming those. So uh, that's all we have today on artificial sweeteners. If you enjoy this episode or you know someone um, that's a Diet Coke fanatic and is unsure as you know, how much they can drink, whatever, um, spread the love, share this episode with them, let them know where they can get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. Uh, once again, if you have a question that you would like to have answered on the show, you can find me on Instagram. It's Adam underscore Pullman fit, and you can submit your question on my story every single, uh, Sunday. And if you want more free information, free articles, guides, eBooks, uh, things like that on how to build your metabolism, lose body fat, build muscle, all of that good stuff. You can get all of that at pullmanfitness.com slash free. The spelling on that is P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. 
So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is The podcast.